What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another Slab Stock Sundays episode. My name is Aaron, joined by Nate every Sunday. We come here on YouTube Live, join all of you, um, our amazing community members, to talk about sports, to talk about cars, to talk about collecting, and look at some different items ending here on the PWCC weekly auction. And to kick off today's episode, Nate, there has been some crazy things going on in sports this weekend. Today alone, we had Otani almost hitting the Brewers' uh, top of the stadium. We had Steph Curry going for 50 in a Game 7 elimination game, the most points in Game 7 in NBA history. Uh, and Kevon Looney, 20, uh, 15 points and 20 rebounds, as Nate's about to have a massive sneeze. <laughs> I, I got him. I got him. We're good. Thanks. <laughs> it's just like, you know when you have a sneeze just sitting there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so you, you got the Curry, the master Curry performance. Uh, the, the Heat once again came back down 10 to win another game. And now, right now happening is the start of overtime for the Bruins and Panthers. And it's actually six minutes into the overtime period, three to three. The Panthers tied up with one minute left to go in the game. I'm going to make a statement here, and I'd have to study a lot more to make this statement factual. But I feel like if this were to happen, just based on what happened this season for the Brewers, this would be the biggest upset in modern playoff history, any sport. You're talking about the team that had the most wins, best record, most points of all time in their single sport ever getting upset potentially in the first round at home in seven games. So if they lose and the avalanche won the Stanley cup last year, yep, and, and they, they could lose. lose tonight. You're literally talking about two of the favorites out within the That'd first be amazing. round. The Bruins lost one in every seven games, one in every seven games during the regular season. And they're about to potentially lose four and seven in the opening series against the Florida Panthers from Miami. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Pretty brutal. That's tough. It is. It is. Now, the other thing we have going on tonight, other than just looking at some items here, is we will be bringing on in the next few minutes uh, Shane, indie card collector, and I cannot wait to bring him on to talk to you all. So I'll introduce him here in a little bit. Um, before that, I want to point out a couple comments here from the audience. Tom says, good evening, friends and fellow cardboard enthusiasts, collectors, and connoisseurs. Tom, that is quite the opening. Thanks for being here. Uh, Silky Met, yes, the Brewings game is insane. Let's see who wins. One goal ends at sudden death. You know how it goes in hockey. And Zips Cards says, my gold, Pedri. Oh, 10-10 is ending tonight. Well, good luck to you, Zips Cards. We uh, we wish you luck on that uh, on that card. If anyone else has any uh, you know, comments to share throughout tonight's episode, please feel free, feel, feel free to throw them in there. But tonight we've got a great guest coming on. He goes by the name of Shane, and I'm bringing him in right now. Shane from Indianapolis, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, brother. I really Thank appreciate you. you taking the time to come. I see you rocking the IndyCar Exchange sweatshirt right now. Yeah. Yeah, we had a great day today. Uh, Andy and the team did our first uh, kids event, kids club event, and had, what, I think over 300 kids that showed up. Uh, just a phenomenal event that IndyCar Exchange did. Uh, proud to be affiliated with those guys. And um, I think you know Andy quite well, Aaron. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys at the Midwest Monster in June as well. I'm super pumped about that. The, uh, we will be coming back for our second Midwest Monster. I know that. I know. Uh, the Panthers just knocked out the Bruins, by the way. So that Whoa. massive upset did just happen. Uh, that is insane. They just, I just cannot believe that. That is, that is worse than the Bucks by far. Uh, but getting back to what uh, Shane was talking about. Yes, we will be coming to Midwest Monster. That's into your your homeland. I, that was one of my favorite shows last year when we did that. So I'm super excited. This year we'll be setting up three tables, sponsoring the show again. Uh, it'll be a great time. And uh, talk to us about that kids event for a second. What was that like today? Man, 
That was, it was just incredible. It's a, a free service that IndyCard Exchange does, and they do it for all the kids uh, around Indiana, Indianapolis. And Andy uh, had some great partnerships with some local businesses, and they came in to a, a vineyard, uh, which was nice for the parents. They could kind of hang out and do their thing. And uh, they got a lot of donations from their, their um, uh, supporters and Panini and I uh, was able to raffle off, I think, 45 items for free. Giannis autographed jersey, which I know you guys can appreciate. Wow. That was one of the giveaways. And it was all free uh, for all of their kids members. So uh, just a phenomenal event that Andy and his team put on. And I was so proud to be a part of it. And uh, yeah, yeah. So if you're in the Indianapolis area and you're watching, hit up Indy Card Exchange and uh, get a part of that uh, kids club. I agree. That is one of the best shops in the country. No doubt about it. Uh, I've been there, I think twice now, once or twice. And it's an excellent place, but even more so Andy is an excellent individual. I've known him for a few years now, interviewed him really early on for our Jordan week when uh, the, the last dance came out so long ago, uh, so long ago. Now he's got one of the best Jordan collections that there is uh, really, really crazy stuff. So Shane, why don't you uh, just introduce yourself um, and what you collect and, and what you, what you're about in the hobby to, to start off. And then we'll walk through a card in the auction, ask you some more questions too. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Shane Walls, uh, I'm indie card collector on Instagram. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. I think a lot of people are surprised when I tell people I'm 48 years old. <laughs> Started uh, collecting in the mid 80s with my dad. We were big into the 84, 85 Donruss sets. We were always chasing Daryl Strawberry, which was my favorite player as a kid, uh, and trying to put those sets together, you know. And it kind of, as I got older, um, I, I discovered eBay back in the early 2000s and started collecting again. And, um, you know, as I get older, I think one of the big things that I've seen is, is since COVID hit, you know, a lot of people have turned this into a business. And I think one of the things that I really want to stick to is, is it's a hobby for me. It's always been a hobby as a kid and, you know, kind of getting back to the roots of collecting and, you know, making it, it you, you will talk about my self-care collecting here in a minute. Uh, just kind of making it a little more healthy than what it has been. There's been a lot of toxicity over the past year uh, going on within our hobby and, you know, good, just kind of trying to, 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 to get that healthy lifestyle. We got a bad stereotype guys. You ever hear people say, Hey, when you go to the national, make sure you wear deodorant. Uh, there's a lot of big guys walking around. They're stinky. Hey, let's get, let's get healthy out there. You know, um, I get older, I'm approaching 50. It's like, I want to see my, my grandkids and I want to be a healthy individual. Uh, not only from that standpoint, but mentally, uh, you know, one of the big things I talked about and me and Andy, we do a live show every Wednesday, six o'clock called uh, Once Upon a Wednesday. One of our topics was being addicted in the hobby. Uh, and that's uh, so, so when I talk about being, um, uh, you know, healthy, that's not only just physically, that's mentally and being able to know when to say when and what your limits are with what you're spending. Uh, and I kind of think that's something that's not talked about enough in this hobby and something that I really would like to kind of champion as I continue to, I don't want to call myself an influencer, but as I'm on Instagram and kind of sharing what I see within the hobby. Love it. Love it. Thanks for sharing that to start here. Um, before talking about one of these cards here, I just want to ask you really quickly uh, about your collecting itself. Cause I feel like 
when you go in on something, you go in on something, my man. I've seen you go from, you know, do, done some soccer, done some F1, done some Marvel, I think, at a time maybe, or I'm wrong on that. Can't remember exactly. But tell me about, like, how you see something and want to collect it. How does that work for you? I'm always trying to go where the puck isn't. I know you guys are just talking about hockey, right? Um, you know, I think for me right now, it's, it's kind of no secret. I've shared a lot of this on Instagram. Vintage soccer is just a completely untapped market. Um, I'm looking at, you know, from the early 1900s, the 1920s, the 1930s, you look at pop reports, none of this stuff has ever been graded. You can never find it. Um, you've got uh, awards named after players that sell for $200 from the 1930s. I mean, it's just, it blows my mind. And that's kind of the approach I took when I got into soccer. Aaron, I, I think me and you were one of the there was a handful of us. I won't say it was just us two, but there was a handful of us that really started this in 2018, 2019. And we kind of saw where there was an untapped market. And that's kind of what I always try to do. I try to get ahead of the game and did the same thing with Marvel uh, F1. And, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now with soccer and, and just really attacking the vintage market. Love it. Okay. So, you know, I, I saw a couple of your story posts in the last few weeks. You know, you're like, oh, picked up this, whatever it is. You know, I'm not fluent in the vintage stock market at all. Um, but you, you picked up some cool things. But then I said, hey, Shane, send me three things you want to talk about tonight in the PWCC Weekly Auction. And this guy sends me a Kevin Durant card and also a couple others. But why why do you want to talk about KD here? Well, until yesterday, and they, they, they lose pretty embarrassingly. Um, man, you just don't see a PSA 10 of that card ever pop up, right? You know, I kind of looked on Card Ladder, which I love Card Ladder. I use them. Um, and it looks like the last time we saw a PSA 10 sold, uh, what was that, October 22nd of 2019. I mean, it's been a long time. We've seen 9.5s pop up. But for a PSA 10 to pop up, and it's been that long, that kind of piqued my interest. And you know, I, I don't count the Phoenix Suns out yet. I, I still think they are uh, they're, they're a good shot. They got a good chance. Uh, although my son, Cole, if you're watching, I know he's a Denver fan. He wouldn't like what I just said right there. Uh, but, man, that what a card uh, to see that. What is it, a pop four? I think that's what I'm seeing on the screen. Yeah. You have 2007 Bowman Chrome Gold Refractor Rookie. You have 99 PSA 10. Quite the card there. Nice color match, too, for them Supersonics colors. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I chose that card. Love it. And uh, I want to pop in a comment here from Adam. Of course, Cleveland soccer cards. Great guy says thoughts on women's soccer. And I think Shane, I've seen you picking up a couple of the new from the optic Donruss set. There's a few, you know, they got, they actually put quite a few women in the set this year. Yeah. Yeah. I love the women's soccer. Um, again, another area that I think is completely undervalued. Uh, you look at how dominant women's soccer USA specifically has been uh, for decades and to see what they sell compared to men's is, is just uh, criminal in my, in my opinion. So yeah, I'm going pretty hardcore on all the women's uh, optic and Donruss color. Um, it, I, I got some, some competition out there, but it's fun. And uh, just seeing what I can do to put some rainbows together. Love it. Nate. Now I heard him talking about the Suns and, and nuggets here. What's your take after game one, man, that depth is looking a little shaky. Nate, what are your thoughts on the Suns nuggets? I mean, I'm thinking that the Nuggets have looked good all year. They've looked good for a couple of years, but have been injured. And at some point, if Jokic does win his third championship or third MVP, he needs to win that championship, right? And I think that he probably knows that. And I mean, you're running in, you're running, the Suns are running into a team that needs it or into a player that needs it. 
Uh, Kevin Durant already has his. Chris Paul's just old, you know, and Devin Booker hasn't won three straight MVPs. Um, also, a little under undervalued uh, proponent of that Nuggets team, Christian Brown. <laughs> Stud. <laughs> This guy's a Jayhawks fan, Shane. So he's just gonna like hype up any bum Jayhawk. Even Dude, whoa, whoa, <laughs> not a bum. Might be the best, second best uh, Jayhawk in the NBA right now. I think that just goes to show how bum Jayhawks are in the NBA. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Although Badgers stink, so I can't even talk. Shane, are you a Hoosiers fan? You know what? I'm a Purdue fan, and I'm gonna get a lot of crap for saying that out loud right now. Uh, boiler up, but Purdue, hey, they they disappoint me every single year. It's so much fun. It's it's got even worse. It was a new low, though. <laughs> this year was brutal. I was uh, I got a lot of slack from a lot of friends for uh, their choke job. <laughs> well, speaking of, speaking of choke job, Victor said bigger choke job. The Bruins are the Bucks, and I talked about this earlier in the episode, Victor. But considering the Bruins just lost, it's got to be the Bruins' best record of all time, and you losing the first round seven games on your home ice. That is could, brutal, man. Could I could not imagine a better city that. than Boston. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they throw a massive shade tonight, not <laughs> holding back. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's a Ke- Kevin Durant. Now, you, you brought up about the self-care collecting. That is the title of the episode. You know, this is a much different topic than we've tackled here recently, Shane. Normally, we're talking, as you know, about, you know, Bukayo Saka scores a goal. What's this card doing here? Kevin Durant loses. What's this card doing here? But this is a much different topic, which I think a lot of people can relate to, and my, myself included. You know, I've collected cards for you know, over 15 years now, there's definitely different points in my life. It's been healthier than others. You know, some points in my life, it's always doing is spending my money on cards. I have like $0 and like, just find any way to get that next Otani heritage rookie wise in college. And at times like it paid, I have to say it paid off well in a lot of regards, uh, actually many, many regards, but it, 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 it does create stress for some people. I think including myself sometimes, you know, even as someone who interacts so frequently with it and has a good game plan, I think, um, around it. So talk to us about like, how you how you collect and, and how you keep it all straight and how you constantly find joy in the hobby when, you know, like you said, there are things that maybe can detract from that sometimes. Yeah, it's a great question, Aaron. I think for me, you know, I, I've posted this quite a few times over the years. I always try to break down life into, into four stages. So I always put my faith first, my faith in uh, the Lord and Savior, uh, faith greater than cards. Then I go family, friends greater than cards. And then I go health greater than cards. Cards is always fourth on my list. It's always number four. Um, and if I ever see that cards is in that top three and taking over one of those top three I just just talked about, um, then I know I need to reset myself. And I think that's what's made me so happy in this hobby. Um, you know, I, I, I watch a lot of Instagram. I, I got a lot of great Instagram friend, friends out there. And one thing that I always want to make sure that I do every day is I don't just talk about cards in my stories. It's always something else. Even if I motivate one person, you know, I've become great friends with Andrew, your guys, uh, St. Croix cards. Yeah, he's here tonight. Mm-hmm. He's out here. Yeah. And we share a lot of great stories about running and, and being healthy. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's more important than than owning. I've got a few cards laid out here in case you wanted to see some of my great PWCC wins. Um, that's always going to be more important than having this, you know, Maradona one-on-one that I'm looking at right here. So, um, I, you know, and I think one of the things that has really changed since COVID is just so many people turn this into a business instead of a hobby. And I like to go back to my days of collecting with my dad in the eighties. And, and that was a hobby. It was, it wasn't about trying to collect a set and sell it. It was about just collecting the set and finishing it. Right. Going to the, uh, the, the, 
hotel card shows and trying to find card number 80, card 99, and card 165 to complete the set. That is what my memories are with my dad, and that's what made me love the hobby. That makes me think of going to bowling alley card shows with Nate like four or five years ago. Yeah, those are those are some good card shows. <laughs> they were. That's where you're finding the one dollar Devonte Graham optic uh, pink hypers back there, fifty cent, whatever. Back they were. when back when I had to buy every Devonte Graham I crossed, you you can't beat it. <laughs> no, no, um, I know that. We'll we'll maybe get to a couple of those other things, but I want you said one of one Maradona. How are you gonna say that and not show us right now? So come on, show us, show Ooh. us what you have. This is probably, man, it was a tough one. You told me to choose one of my favorite PWCC wins, and I'm going to have to go with Maradona. Woo! That is awesome. From Flawless, one of one. Um, I mean, you just don't see the blue ink. It's on card. Um, is that Eminence? It is, yeah. That's insane. As you know, Aaron, most of the Eminence is gold ink. and uh, black, black card. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... This one's up there. I mean, I, I got to show number two. Number two is probably my Pele rookie. Um, that is a 4.5. What makes that great, though, and as you guys know on PWCC, they have the uh, – where they give it the extra 5% at the top 5%, which is, this one is. It's the superior. Um, and you can kind of see that there on the back. Um, wow. Honestly, guys, I, I think it looks like a PSA 6, to be honest with you. It's beautiful. I can't find anything wrong with it. Just a, an awesome card. And when I think of soccer and I think of Pele, that's that's Babe Ruth to me. So That's an unbelievable yeah. card. That's that's a good way to put it into perspective because for a <clears throat> novice soccer guy like myself, but a baseball guy, it's nice to be like, yeah, that could be a Gowdy Ruth or something. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, now my, my wheels are spinning. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's actually really good then nate is what you're saying yeah <laughs> that is and man that 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 eminence uh maradona i gotta say man i never knew that they had the white background you know blue tint blue ink cards until one time i was at uh the wisconsin Dells card show a couple years back and there was a guy who was giving me a, a little bit of a hard time for at the time not understanding everything about soccer learning about the older guys right like you know back when i first started in the first year i had a lot to learn i was very open about that I still do have a lot to learn too. Um, but he walks up to me, uh, and a white background eminence card. He's like, I've never seen this before. A white background eminence card. And now I, I always say of that guy when I see them. Uh, and he motivated me to, too, to be, to be better and to learn more. So I appreciate that guy, even if he gave me a hard time at, at, at the moment. Um, but man, that's a sick card, man. That's such a nice card. And same with the Pele. It's one, of, honestly, I don't know how you feel. And maybe you feel the same way as me because you own the card, but the Alifa Bolaga is obviously the, the most valuable card i think that that editora aquarella is like one of the best looking cards like it's like full size yes. big portrait beautiful card if i were to choose one i choose that especially because it's affordable too absolutely yeah i we're, we're thinking the exact same way i mean i just think that's an iconic picture of pele right there in my eyes yeah um love it i couldn't agree more aaron yes i, I might need to get like a 1.5 of that or something like that <laughs> Nate, I got, I got to give you a shout out, my friend. I've never met you in person, but I've watched you numerous times on the shows and your knowledge in baseball blows my mind. You're, you're incredible, my friend. Can't wait to meet you in person. Well, thank you. Are you going to be at the National this year? I will be. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be with uh, Andy and Indy Card Exchange. I'll be hanging out with those guys, but I'll be walking around too. All right, perfect. We'll see you there. And uh, thank you for the compliment. I don't know. I don't know if I deserve it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> 
Uh, Nate, I'll shout out. I think you deserve it. You do, you do a great job for us, so thank you. Um, all right, next up, uh, moving to, to a card here on the platform. So this one's also ending tonight, the LeBron James X-Fractor, number 150 BGS 9.5. It's $8,500 right now. Why was this one second on your list, man? What are we, what are we looking at here? Uh, look what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, I'm blown away by this guy. At his age, what he's doing is just – I know everybody says Jordan is the goat, and I agree with that. But Jordan wasn't doing this kind of stuff at what? What is LeBron? Thirty-eight. Yeah, around there, right? This is incredible. What he did the other night against uh, the Grizzlies. I mean, what 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 Dylan Brooks say? Something about uh, you got to give me forty if you want me to respect you. And then they beat him by forty, and LeBron led the way. I mean, come on, come on. That card there, right there, though. For me, I know everybody goes tops Chrome. For me, that Bowman Chrome pose is just so iconic for me. And getting that X-Fractor in a 9.5, I know we're at 8,500. We still have a few minutes to go. But what, the last one sold in December for, what, 12655 bucks. I mean, if I was going to invest $10,000 right now in a card, I think it would be that card. That's a high, high remark right there. Nick Foles says Curry over LeBron. Now, Shane, where do you sit on the Curry? Uh, I know I, I'm not saying that Curry should be over LeBron, but where do you sit on Curry in the hobby? Um, because like I feel like he sits, you've got LeBron. He really feels like he's number two in the hobby. Obviously, a lot of people can argue some different players if they want to all time, but he he's way up there from popularity standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, Curry, I mean, what, he dropped 50 today. What, that's the most ever in a game seven? It I, is, yeah. Wow. I have nothing of Steph Curry. I think I have like his shoe, the what was that noir shoe autograph card, which is a, a, a sick That's a sick card. card. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool card, but I don't have any rookies. And I wish I did. I wish I'd have bought some earlier when they were a little bit cheaper. Um, I mean, I think we're going to see what the Golden State Warriors versus the Lakers to get into the finals, right? Uh to get into the semifinal. The semis? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just gonna be an epic battle yeah. and and if you got a chance to spend some money on Curry, I mean, you can't go wrong either way. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be Jordan Goat and LeBron Baby Goat. I stole that from Andy, by the way. He <laughs> Baby Goat. <laughs> you've got you got two polar opposite opinions here. Oh, the pretty opposite. Hector goes Curry barely in top ten all time. Come on, and Golden State Warriors. No bias here, obviously. Says Curry is top six all time. Not even in a discussion. Uh, I'm just messing around with you, a uh, GST Warriors fan. Uh, but I, hey, I agree. I think Curry. I'm not, you know, a old basketball savant or anything like that. But it's just, I don't know how you can leave out Curry after winning four titles and being the best shooter of all time, doing what he's done for the game. It, I just don't see how it's possible. And then today, adding the legacy two fifty and the game seven is unreal. Yeah, on the, on the road in the toughest place to play, honestly, at the moment. Yeah, and you want to talk about uh, comparing greatest shooters of all time? My favorite basketball player of all time is Reggie Miller. So for me to say that Steph Curry's a better shooter than Reggie, that's a big compliment for me to say. And he is—he's a better shooter than Reggie. Question: You might like Reggie as a player. What do you think about Reggie as an announcer? I'm back and forth. <laughs> he gets a lot of smoke. He gets a lot of smoke for saying some whack things sometimes. He says some pretty wild stuff on the air. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm back and forth. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. I, I, I guess I won't comment because I love him as a basketball player. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I, I got you. I'm not. I was more just curious. Um, Shane, I kind of question off, off the fly here because I know. 
like you're you're a guy who I feel like has got such a great target list. Like when you go after something, I see the best things on your story. But you're also a guy I feel like that rips a lot of products. Like you go and you have fun at Indie Car Exchange and rip some packs. There's not many people I feel like that can like really do like focus on both. You're either all in on targeting this like great list of cards, or you're all in on just ripping as much product as you can, like Nate. <laughs> but but tell me how how do you balance it, man? That's that's a tough game to balance. I feel. It is. It's very tough. And I tell you, that just goes back to my love for the hobby. Um, I mean, there is nothing more thrilling than opening a pack of cards and getting what well, I last week I pulled a, a at a finest flashback soccer. I pulled a messy orange autograph. I I'm by myself in my place here and I open it and I'm like screaming. Yes, I just got this. And there was nobody around. Like, <laughs> Why am I not at the shop opening these cards? Cause that's where the fun is at, right? You got to support mm-hmm. your local card shops. And mm-hmm. um, I think just having that thrill of opening that card and sharing it with all your friends that are surrounding you as you're opening, there's nothing better than that. But on the flip side, what I talked about earlier, addiction, it, it can go down a slippery slope for sure. Um, you open a box, you don't hit anything. Well, let me try another. Well, there's got to be something good in this case. And then you just keep going. And then sometimes you don't hit anything, right? Yeah. So it's definitely a slippery slope. Seen that a bunch at Brewtown. Guy comes in, buys one box, does really well, buys another box, does pretty good, buys the next 12, rips it, does terrible, only takes the hits, doesn't take the receipt, can't show his wife. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, and that's, that's just that. one of many, many examples. <laughs> You're killing me right now. Uh, we got some comments here. Hector goes, six Bowman Blasters waiting for me at home. Can't wait to rip tonight. I got to say, Hector, I ripped a Bowman Jumbo case uh, on our Whatnot stream, not for myself, but for our, for our customers. And uh, there's nothing like opening Bowman, man. How many How many Drew Jones did you hit? Okay, get out of here. We're not talking about that. This man hits two Drew Jones in two cases. And wait, I'm wait, kidding. two two Drew Jones gold. Yeah, autos. Wow. It's, it's crazy. Also, Gold. also, Junior Caminero and um and Roman Anthony and Diane Jorge gold bottoms. Yeah, the dude was just going crazy last week. Wow. Uh, but that's fun, Hector. Good luck on those. Gabriel says, Hey guys, I'm here all as well now. You're right. I was so worried before we got here, Gabriel. I, I just didn't think that the show could go on. But you're here now, so thank you. Well, sweet. Um, we can start our interview with Shane now. <laughs> yeah whatever whatever you said doesn't count uh texas i definitely rip more than i grade and sell but you're right it's so satisfying opening packs of friends i mean it's the best seriously uh that's speaking where you know the memories are made speaking shane speaking of a guy that lives a healthy lifestyle while also being in cards tech gonna be trying out for the spokane uh soccer team here Ooh, in, in his 30s so oh i love that yeah good luck tech that's awesome man i love that Tech goes, Nate is legendary, and Hector goes, Nate just lowered my pack odds. <laughs> no Drew Jones for you, Hector. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Shane, I, I love that messy you hit. That messy was unbelievable. That orange flashback. Oh, it's one of my favorite sets as well. But you said that there's a different card you're looking at here, and it's the messy jersey number 10 out of 10 from 2020 Immaculate um, with that Barca kid on there. Why do you like this card, and what do you think of Messi maybe in the, in the marketplace today? Man. I, I, Aaron, we've talked many times. I think many of you know I love Ronaldo, but I mean, there's no denying I think Messi is the GOAT at this point. Um, what he's accomplished over the past few years has just taken him to that next level. And that card right there, I, I usually am against sticker autographs when it comes to soccer. When I invest in soccer cards, it's got to be on-card autographs. I know that's a sticker, but it's match-worn. So if you take a, a look at the back of the card, 
finding messy match worn patches or jerseys is just so hard these days. It's graded a, a, a PSA eight. I don't think there's any graded higher than that. And it's also Jersey number. I yep. mean, mm, that card and it's vertical. I, I'm not a big horizontal fan. I know my Maradona is horizontal, but I like vertical cards. Um, there's a lot about that card that I like, and I probably will be bidding on that card. <laughs> that is bold of you to bring that up. I said you, I, I understand if you want to bring up things you'd be bidding on, but that's bold of you. Also, a few <laughs> things on top of this. So, first of all, I actually didn't realize at first that this was match worn. It's got a great autograph on it, too. It's very difficult to find match worn patch autos. So, like, that's a huge plus here. Do you see that website on there right between the match worn and the, the bio on the back? So, that says, uh, uh, fundacion leo messi and i just typed in the website on uh you know google and it's literally like all about his like leo messi foundation which is awesome like i'd never have seen that on a card before where they put on like a player's foundation's website or anything like that what year is this from it's from 2020 oh wow. it's pretty cool That's oh cool. literally at the bottom one of their sponsors for uh <laughs> leo messi foundation is the university i went to in barcelona when i studied abroad there pretty oh, cool wow. Awesome. UNICEF. <laughs> All right. Um, Shane, uh, last thing here before we uh, start to let you go. So I want to know two things. First thing is, what is your favorite thing about the hobby? Maybe you already said it. If you want, if you already said it, you can keep it short, but first go with that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the, re- the relationships, right? Um, I mean, one of my best friends in, in, in the world right now is Andy, the owner of Indy Card Exchange. Uh, and we met, what was back in 2012, opening uh, Panini Contenders football boxes. I was chasing Andrew Luck rookie cards. That's a big set back in the day. Right? Robert Griffin, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, and we just have created this great relationship, this friendship that has gone for, you know, over a decade. And, you know, I just mentioned, mentioned Andrew St. Croix cards, uh, you, Aaron, I mean, I've known you for a couple of years now and yeah, we've done deals, but having these friendships and these relationships with people that I've met on social media, LAFC Gooner, uh, miles, uh, a great friend of mine on social media, Instagram as well. I wouldn't have known all of these people and learned more about soccer and the hobby if it wasn't for social media and these relationships. Like I can go to the national this summer and not get one card. But if I hang out with all my friends and continue to build those friendships, that's what means the most to me. I love that answer. I think that's a answer that a lot of people do provide, but for good reason, because it means so much to so many people. It's not to say everyone's answer is irrelevant. It means that it actually is such a big deal that, that that's a thing. Uh, I also want to point out one thing you said. You said, you know, you learn a lot from people when you talk to them. I agree with you. Um, I would say that other than just like, you know, reading on Twitter as I can about different things that happen like day to day and news and that type of stuff, talking to people in the hobby who know the sport is so important. Like Andrew, as you brought up St. Croix cards, you know, he runs our slab sucks FC episode. I've known him for years now and I've learned so much about his talking with him like on a daily basis. Julian, our intern, has been big into soccer for a decade, learn a ton from him yourself. Other people I talk to on Instagram, like the more people you talk to about things that you enjoy, the more you'll learn and the more you'll build your knowledge base. So I do think, you know, Take the time if if the I know not everyone is a people person or or wants to message people or learn, but if you do want to and you do think you can find find value in it, it's definitely worth it to start you know building your your network and your and your relationships um, just to learn because you brought up you're like yeah I know we've done deals in the past like shit I I don't even think of, like I, I don't some people you know you look at you're like oh yeah I did deal with that guy 
I never, I don't even think about that with you. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Actually, I sold you my messy landmarks PSA 10. Uh, oh. Now that you brought that up, the matchups blue and uh, Ronaldo Messi as well. And then I know that uh, you and my dad did the trade at the Midwest Monsters, which was really cool. So, yeah, like it's funny. All those little deals just kind of fit into to what happens along the way, but it's really the friendship that means the most, especially for me too. And I still own those cards, all of those cards, by the way. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I, I figure that you probably did. Man, that messy landmarks. I love that card. I can't believe how much those went up in value. Yeah. Um, I had a good purchase on it. You had a probably even better purchase on it now compared to the value. But, man, what a card. Yeah. Um, all right. And then last question here uh, to leave everyone with is what do you think can change for the hobby or change for the better inside the hobby? Because you talk a lot about these things that, you know, you try to do to, to create a healthy hobby for yourself. Um, maybe overall something you don't have control of, like what, what can change? And I don't want you, you don't have to be negative, but just like a way that we think that we can drive forward as a collective group. You know, and, and I took notes. Uh, I was like, come prepared to stuff like this. You know, I think, I want to see the hobby continue to grow and evolve over the years. Right. And how do we do that? We do that with our youth. Um, and it sounds like fanatics is taking some steps to, to try to get the kids more involved. You know, I talked about what Indy card exchange did today with their kids club event, and just continuing to educate and make this fun for our youth as they get older so they can carry on the torch. And when they're in their forties, like, like me, uh, they're still collecting. Right. Um, you know, and if, if there's something that I can't control, I think we're starting to see a shift with pricing because, I mean, I, we have to admit, I mean, pricing for boxes and packs has just been out of control over the past two years. Um, you know, I was excited when Donruss soccer came out and it was 185 at the at the card shop first week. Now, the rebuys have gotten closer to 275, but that first week it was 185. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we finally got a great quality product that's under $200 again. So I think that's probably the one thing that I'm hoping I see some improvements with Fanatics as they move forward uh, with the pricing. Awesome. I appreciate it, Shane. Man, thank you so much. At Indie Card Collectors, where I find on my Instagram. I really appreciate the time. Uh, great answers. Nate, anything else before we let him go? No, just thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on here and, uh, chatting with us today. And I do appreciate your, uh, tier system, uh, and firmly placing cards last. It's important to keep in mind that there's a lot more important things out there than cards. So, hey man, Hey, Nate, Aaron, thank you. This was an honor to be on your guys' show. I'm so uh, happy to be friends with you guys and, uh, looking forward to seeing you guys this summer. Appreciate yep. it, man. I can't wait to see you. I'll see you in June, and then we'll see you again at the National. Sounds good, guys. Thanks see so you, much. Appreciate see you, it. Take care. Man, he's one of the best dudes I've ever met in the hobby, no doubt. Oh, yeah. No Sorry for dipping it. off the screen every once in a while. I got like a little bit of like a – it's 80 degrees out here the last couple of days, and now I've got a cold. Didn't get a cold all winter, but – You're telling me you have a cold and it's 80 degrees? <laughs> Dude, yeah. So I've been dipping off screen to blow my nose. <laughs> been dipping, but, but yeah, all of a sudden it was like it was like fifties, 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 sixty six, seventy seven, eighty, 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 eighty. Like we had like two days of spring. That's crazy, man. We uh, we're still stuck in our like uh, kind of forty degree, fifty degree, a little rain here and there, gloominess. Not not great right now. We gotta get into those like mid sixties and sunny, and I'll be happy. That's um, my idea right. as well. 
there's a I, I hope you all enjoyed if anyone has any uh questions post interview with shane please let us know if you have any you know thoughts on shane let us know as well um i thought that was awesome and i really appreciate him taking the time i know these episodes are pretty late on sundays so uh means a lot for sure um especially eastern time yeah you know indianapolis is in eastern time so uh, what's up hank how we doing good to see you and um all right there is some uh pretty sick cards ending not gonna lie so first one I, there's a few i just want to bring up that i noticed on science auction I'm like these things are just sick i love love you time to sell that though what do you say that's tough timing on the person who it is it yeah. is i love Giannis rookies i love on cards i love flawless this gold and gold foil too gold foil on card auto rookie Giannis number out of 10 psa authentic so you never know you know it could be like a four or five um with an eight auto it's at 67.50 it's just a beautiful How is that card. An eight auto can you zoom in on that yeah i was kind of curious as well like normally i feel like that's a nine like maybe it's because it maybe the little yeah missing maybe or so the in the middle the there's a little, yeah there's a little bit missing and then there's like the little blob but like there's a little smudge on the dot i i don't yeah i don't know i mean normally it's Auto has to be pretty brutal for it to get under a nine, honestly. Um, I've seen much worse autos get tens, so <laughs> Zip, there we go. Zips cards putting into practice says, My wife is pregnant, or else I probably wouldn't be selling that pedri. <laughs> Respect, yeah, there you go. If there's a good reason, also, to, congratulations. Oh, yes, congratulations. Uh, uh on the uh, future child, it's exciting. Did you see how many one of ones are in here, like different, Dude. like? I put like 5,000 one-on-ones. There's an, the Eli and Roethlisberger one-on-one. There's like another Eli one-on-one. Yeah, um, it was in here somewhere. There's the Evan Mobley mosaic one, black one-on-one. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's a sick Eli. The Westbrook 2009 West, NT Logoman. Sticker auto, but still sick logo man. Um, Super Fractor Peyton Manning from 2008 Topps Chrome, my favorite year. Uh Nate Cardinals, they're not great. Are they making a mistake? Cardinals suck. <laughs> hey, here, here's the thing. What have we said all year long? Go ahead. Oh, maybe I haven't said it to you. What have I said on uh, Dingy Corners all year long, Aaron? You must listen, right? Every week. Oh Come yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, is that you look at the Cardinals pitching staff, and it was Jack Flaherty, who is an injury-prone dude, and a bunch of guys that do not scare you whatsoever. And you know what's happened to a, a bunch of guys who don't scare you whatsoever? They've gotten They're getting bombed. rocked. <laughs> you did actually bring this up, I think, in a different Slaps like Sunday's episode. Now that you say it, uh, but yeah, but Jordan Walker specifically—they're not good, and they send them down. Like that—that's what's surprising to me, I guess. Well, they're dude. They're ten nineteen. They're ten Ooh. games back of first place. They're really bad. They're really bad, and it's—it's it's the most beautiful thing I think I have ever witnessed in my entire life. Like on a scale of one to ten. Of how great this is. It's not a 10 because a 10 would be a Brewers World Series. And it's not a 9 because that would be very Vikings Minnesota energy for me. Thank you for saying that. So it's an 8. It's an 8. Just to put you a peg below the Vikings. Why yeah. the Packers will lose more. Oh, we didn't even get to bring it up yet. NFL draft, baby. How are we feeling? I'm feeling pretty good about it. I feel a little bit like I saw a few too many... Uh, Luke Van Ness is a is a is a big white guy defensive end, right? And I saw a lot of he's the next TJ Watt. Pump the brakes. Yeah, let's uh, let's. I I I have a feeling I know why they're saying it. Um, so like outside of that, I really love this draft class. I love getting multiple tight ends because our it was Baron. Um, 
there was uh Twitter was a mixed bag on that Jaden uh uh what's his last name? Reed. Jaden Reed from Michigan State. Twitter was a very mixed bag. There's either people liked the pick or they hated it. And yes. there was like no middle ground. ESPN guys, I think, really liked it. Yeah. Um, so I'll be curious to see uh how that pans out. But the Packers have had some success with second round picks, wide receivers, Christian Watson, Devontae Adams, Greg Jennings. Jordy Nelson, to name a few. Um, so I'm I like that, and then you know the rest of the way, uh, random positions, and who knows what's going to happen with your fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh rounders. But you get them in, and maybe they can start on special teams for a while and end up in a in a starting spot down the road, and it's worth it. And if it doesn't, you'll get more second, sixth, seventh, fifth, sixth, seventh round picks uh, next year. Dude, we got so many picks after all those trades or whatever. Hey, I I liked it because clearly, you know, you pick up a fifth and a sixth for a second. You you wanted a guy, you didn't draft him. You get a fifth and a sixth to draft five picks later. You still get him. Yeah, why not? I can handle that. Also, the Texans, the Texans having the number two pick, taking C.J. Stroud, and then trading back up to three to take Will Anderson. Awesome. You you like that? I, well, it's 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 bold. I like it. I couldn't believe when I saw Texans picking back to back, like in an NFL draft that just seems so improbable. That's Madden. They're basically playing Madden, is what it felt like. That is exactly what they were doing. Um, oh, and then and then Sean brings it up. Detroit, Detroit having the eleventh pick because they traded back from six to eleven, right? Oh, this was this was shambles, dude. And then they took a running back. And now, of course, they've traded DeAndre Swift away now. And Jamal Williams didn't resign. He signed with the Saints. But, like, dude, what are you doing? I'm sorry, but if you're taking a running back in the top 15 picks this year, draft, you better sit at number six and take B. John Robinson and just suck up taking him before number eight. Even, even that. I know. I'm just saying if you have to do one or the other. Like, my biggest, my biggest issue is if you – you draft a guy at sixth, you're paying him sixth overall pick money. That's like one of the highest paid running backs or eighth or 11th. That's one of the highest paid running backs in the league already. Yeah. And so you're not getting a deal money wise. And so you need him to produce. And then you're going to have to pay him if he does produce. It's just, it's a, it's a brutal, since they don't get paid a ton, it's a brutal, uh, it's brutal. I, I can move on, or not move on, but I can expand on brutalness and talk about this nobility club and country. This one specifically is the and country gold odd 10. So on the first soccer cards I've ever bought, or I ever bought, was way back in, I think that's probably like 2019, um, gold of 10 of this card, except it was actually the club, it was Ronaldo, gold odd 10 of this card. Nate, I bought it for $30. Okay, I sold it for 110 And you know me, tripling up, fired up. Oh, yeah. Okay, these cards are very rare, very hard to find. Now, I didn't understand at the time how rare this set is and how sought after it is. The last sale of this for Ronaldo, gold out of 10, was two grand July 16, 2022. To let you know, there has only been two sales of for uh, oh. the club gold out of 10. It was Messi and Ronaldo, both over 2K. So they're just very rare cards to sell is why i'm actually very excited about these two i don't really want a manchester united card but even if i mean i'm probably not going to win this england one either uh do you see all the like different orange refractor autos of like giolito and 
I did. Whoever else, there's another one out there. Some some tough some tough pitchers in there. Yeah, yeah, Giolito, and then there was Casey Mize, um, a couple other dudes. Yeah. Earl Thomas Shield sick. I know you like this, dude. Buy that. <laughs> I I have no reason to buy it, but I know you dude, like it. Peter Dinklage is the. No, uh, I know from Elf. I know. I know. No, he's just no. super famous now. Well, yeah, I know. I know that. Totally yeah. worth it. It's a sick also, card. Is that? That's from 2012. Also, that's like the early, early set. Season one, yeah. Could be oh, fun. You know how we're always looking for interesting cards at the national. I know PSA nine so four seventy two. It's an eight. I feel like it's going to go over three hundred anyways. Probably. I, I personally, if I'm buying a card for like my collection, I want this so badly. This seems to be like the rarest and best. Mario Kart card without doing any research, just from looking at the one selling here like every week. This is so sick. That's pretty cool. Um, also on Real Music's point, it's the fifth year option. That I was really shocked when a team didn't trade into the back of the first round to draft Will Levis. Like he went thirty third to the Titans. Yeah, I'm shocked a team didn't trade into the back of that to draft him for that fifth year option specifically. So you're telling me first round picks are the only ones that get the the options? Pretty sure, because I that actually shocks me as well because I really thought that someone was going to trade into that yeah. spot. Hey, uh, speaking of down on the farm, Spencer Jones is unreal. Speaking of Spencer Jones, I saw a thing about his home to f- third time on a triple the other day. Yo, I saw that too, and he was like fractions of a second. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, like I'm butchering this because I don't remember who the player they are comparing. But we're talking like 80 grade speed out of Spencer Jones, which is insane. They had him at a 40 grade speed to start, and I saw someone said upgrade that speed right now. It was like 10.58 seconds or something, and the next closest was like, or the the best was like 10.5. Dude, who was it? It was someone uh, that's like pretty popular. I feel like it was like Corbin Carroll or something. It, I think it was, it was Corbin Carroll. But it was, it was absurdly close to where it's like. Oh, goodness gracious. Like you, if, if he has those types of wheels. Um, talk to me about those Bowman guys are, how are you feeling with the prices? I don't know if you've been keeping track of them to I, start. I have I not, I have not kept a great track of it through the weekend. And yes, uh, down the farm has been beating. He's been a, a big Spencer Jones guy. That's um, where I saw it from. Uh, shout out. Is that is that who tweeted it? Was it I think I saw an Instagram story from Down the Farm. Oh, I saw it in a tweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have not. I I will admit I have not kept great great track of Bowman prices in the early going. Two fifty uh, with Spencer Jones redemption. Now it's at five sixty base auto for Drew Jones. Twelve eighty purple auto. Five sixty. Yeah, five sixty for the last base auto Whoa. on auction. Five ten blue auto. Eighteen hundred. Um, someone already got in person signed a spotlight Nate in blue ink by Drew Jones. This is sick. Did I show you the spotlight aqua I hit? Yeah, and I, I hey, saw look it up look point. up spotlight, look up like spotlight aqua or spotlight 125. You're saying that they one sold for a lot? Well, I don't know if they've sold, but I just want you to 125, 125. Look at that thing. Just click on that Anthony Gutierrez. Look at that thing pop. Uh, I may or may not be watching a Jackson Shirt that's listed on auction. Ooh, and I pulled the I pulled the Drew Jones of that card. Yeah, I know oh. that was sick. You see, I one signed though. Someone was talking about that in our stream. 
I did not. I, well, I, oh, you didn't see that on the screen when I just showed it? Oh, the sign. I did see the sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said stream. Oh, this stream. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you, yeah, no, I just showed it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Dope. And uh, of course, everyone, as always, we will be giving away um, a card or two, depending on what we can find out there. I'm going to switch gears that pretty soon. I just want to see if I can win a card uh, that I was just looking at, but now I'm getting a little slow. All right, it's back. I I really like Daryl Thomas. I know he retired, uh, you know, a couple years ago, pretty early. But that's a sick card. Married what? to the game, Earl Thomas went to UT. Uh, there was a DK Metcalf NFL Shield. There this was week as well. There's also a Mike Evans NFL Shield this week. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> Is it today? Nick, give me your Packers prediction for this upcoming season. Like record wise. Um all right, here let me ask you a question. You answer these questions, I'll give you my prediction. Right. Um how many games do one of Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs miss? Uh probably like a combined like ten games. Okay. How many games does Rashawn Gary miss? Well, hopefully he only misses the first like few. Because I think, you know. We always have to deal with injuries, obviously. And in years past, it was Aaron Rodgers can cover up for any injuries you have yeah. by just being Aaron Rodgers. Um, that no longer is the case, which means we have to have all of our other guys healthy and spectacular probably to compete at a high level um, just because the the a lot of the team hasn't isn't as good as it used to be, even outside of QB. Um, so I don't know. I could see... I could see us maybe squeaking into a playoff spot at like nine and eight if everything breaks right. Oh, and I can also see us winning like four games. I heard someone say after our very first pick, looks like we're tanking for Caleb Williams. <laughs> I mean, if the worst outcome is that we're really bad and we get one of the Caleb Williams would have gone number one this year from everything I understand. I would probably. Well, yeah, yeah, from yeah. From, from everything I've read. Uh, he would have likely gone number one this year uh, if, you know. So uh, if your worst outcome is you stink, Jordan Love stinks, and then you get to draft a really good QB, all right. <laughs> I'm game. <laughs> and then what's your uh, what's your honest Jets prediction for next year? I saw a lot of people saying that that Jets team that they have now is better than any team that the Packers ever fielded for Rodgers, which I just can't seem to be true. I can't say that to be true. I mean, their defense was really good last year. I know. Like, really good. Brees Hall is a good running back. I don't know also, if he's... Also out for over half the year. Yeah. And Garrett Wilson and Alan Lazard is very interesting. It's not better than... Devonte Adams and Alan Lazard, or anything like that, that they've had. But it's not to mention when we had Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, and Randall Cobb all at one point. Andrew Michael Finley. Yeah. Um. I do think they're going to be quite good, but you know how you know Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I think they're going to be di- they're going to disappoint. I think they're going to be good enough to get us a first round pick, and then they're going to disappoint. <laughs> Sounds like more of the same to me. Yep. Oh, uh, also, I saw the Mets and they bounced back. What do you mean? Like, you know, they started the year pretty poopy. 
Oh, yeah, they they have been pretty good. Um, it's amazing what happens when you like, you know, start young kids like Brett Beatty and those guys. Um, but they did lose a couple games to the Nationals, which is a tough scene. That is a tough scene. Don't they stink? The Nationals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're real bad. They're like, under, I, I don't know how close to under 500 they are, but they're they're bad. <laughs> real bad. Um, if anything, or not if anything, if anyone uh, has won any items so far tonight, uh, please. I swear. I Ooh, just... you see what? this? What? Shane won the me- the messy. He did. We love it, Shane. Congrats. Also, things are coming on. Nick, Nick, this is a very, very, very interesting proposition here. Um, the Caleb Williams first Bowman Chrome cards because I think that he has a super, super high chance of winning um, the Heisman again this year, which is not a crazy statement. Like Nate said, going to be first overall pick. I think that a lot of people aren't going to be thinking about him this exact moment other than maybe people who are sitting here right now thinking about him. And it might be a solid time because if you they're think only about, thinking it, about him, because they're thinking about him in that beautiful green and gold. Exactly. But if you, if you really think about it, I mean, what else is going to release of this guy before he gets drafted? Maybe a few more products, Bowman University products, maybe a random leaf product here or there. It's like baseball. It might not be the, 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 the pinnacle like baseball, but when people go to buy the card of him before he gets drafted, it will be that first Bowman University Chrome card. So yeah. it, it, it's not a bad idea in the slightest, especially because I think the cards actually got pretty affordable after the release. Honestly, I might go start looking after this live stream. <laughs> I like it. Varden won a Clay Thompson Galactic. Nice. Paul won a game used 20, 2001 to Kemi Matumbo. Uh, Philadelphia jersey card. It's fun. I'm a tad confused. I s- really thought I bid on a few more items than I did, but I'm not seeing them. Maybe I didn't. I'm just. I well, you have no cards left? No, 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 no. I'm I'm just like clicking. Or, oh, I know why. I was in my favorites, I think, versus my bids. I was trying to win a card for a giveaway. Oh, it was like Sean Marion or whatever I've been on. <laughs> it's just a fun set. Remember this guy, dude? Super ugly shot for him. Of course I remember Sean Marion. Very effective player, though, on championship team. Yeah. better did you see the uh pirates the other day wait into one you gotta talk to me about this dude what what is going on with those fellas um well they are really good at pitching right now which is frustrating because that's you know like the brewers thing where it's like you grab uh though they did lose today to the nationals so that's embarrassing um you grab random dudes and just turn them back into themselves. Uh, so you got that going on. And then you also have the whole, uh, you know, Jack Swinski is breaking out and Andrew McCutcheon is back home hitting like 2012 Andrew McCutcheon. No, he's, wild. No, he is. Dude, he's killing it. No way. He's got an 830 OPS. Where was this last year? Yeah. Jack Swinski, you know, he has rookie cards last year. Yeah. And he had a three home run game last year. 
Yeah, that's where I know the name from. I remember that name. So then he had a three run, three home run game this year as well. But he's also has a thousand and eleven OPS in twenty two games to start the year, which is crazy. Brian Reynolds doing well. Brian Reynolds, of course, is doing well. Nine twenty six OPS. Uh, Connor Joe, twenty four games, eighty at bats, nine sixty two OPS. Rodolfo Castro, who had rookie cards last year, who I have never even thought about ever again, eight fifty three OPS. Miguel Andujar. Only eight at bats, but has two home runs already on the year. Like you're getting, a, 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 they're getting production from Miguel Andahar. It's, uh, it's a lot of guys. I think are probably overachieving, so you could probably expect regression at some point. But for right now, they're a very fun story. What uh, what percent odds do you give us to win the central? Oh, right now. Well, I'm not expecting the Cardinals to come back with that rotation. If Adam Wainwright gets healthy and is productive and they call up a couple of their young studs, Gordon Graceffo, Matthew Libertor from AAA, maybe that rotation gets better with Jack Flaherty fronting it. And then they might be a little bit more of a, uh, they might be a little bit more of a challenge. Um, I really do. The Pirates are very fun. They're exciting. I mean, we're talking about a lineup. Jack Sawinski, Andrew McCutcheon, Brian Reynolds, Connor Joe, Rodolfo Castro, Miguel Andahar, Jiwan Bay, G Man Choi, Carlos Santana, uh, Cabrian Hayes, Austin Hedges. That's not a lot of guys that are like that's a lot of guys I expect to be having like 700 uh, b- uh, below 800 OPSs. Yeah. Um, so I do expect major regression there to the point where I don't think I don't think they're going to be k- keeping this up. Um, I give the Brewers pretty good odds, honestly, at at this moment, though they would be a lot better if we were healthy. Brandon Woodruff has just announced finally today a timetable. He should return end of June. That's two months without our second-best pitcher. Um, Adrian Hauser's still not healthy. Obviously, Garrett Mitchell out. Sal Freelich, who should be replacing Garrett Mitchell, out. So, uh we gotta gotta keep winning these little games and get healthy, and then we should be okay. Um, a little worried about the Cubs though, as well. Yeah, they're having a good start to the year. Yeah, uh, they got them called good. up. They haven't called up a lot of their young prospects that should be up right now. A- AKA Matt Mervis. Yeah. <laughs> um, got some good good wins here. So Michael Hathaway got the first Bowman Orange of Kyle Tucker. Congratulations, Paul. Won a game used 2001 to Kevin Mutombo. Home jersey. Wow. Okay. It's a big, big item. Varden won a Clay Thompson Galactic. Go Dubs. Uh, yes, Sam. Welcome. Definitely watch the replay. Uh, he did some great, great analysis for us. Um, Jerry. Jerry won two 1935 Queen Elizabeth cards. And then Wesley got a 1966 Marvel Superheroes card. I'm a sucker for those. Uh, I, too, am a sucker for fun things like that, as you can see with the Mario Kart cards. Uh, and then the TSCP, two, counted two Timo Werner Superfractors, the 2020 and the 2019 Finest. The 2020 is the uh, prize footballers, which is so dope. Chelsea jersey. Really like that card. Congrats on it. It's pretty sick. Nate said, or not Nate, Julian says, Wayne Rooney. Um, yes, I, I lost that card. Uh, I got my Gasly hoodie on, Julian. And yes, we are doing a giveaway at the end of the night, Zelda. I think I just got that Rod Carew bat. And we're probably doing a like game use Rod Carew bat from 2004, which is a fun card. SCP going back in, SP Authentics, Jason Robertson, rookie PSA 10. Um, and then 
Dan Cater says, I think I'm selling a Kareem Hunt jersey in this week's auction. That is a player I haven't thought about in forever. Kareem Hunt? Yeah, Did Kareem he Hunt. sign somewhere else? I don't know. But the Lions, man, like, I understand that Swift has been injured and stuff. Didn't they take him in the second round? Yeah, a couple years ago? Yeah, like 2019, just, something like that? 2020. 2020? Yeah. Ari traded him for a fourth round pick and then used a first round pick on a running back. Yeah, that's a tough scene. But he is he is often injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trustworthy. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. Let's see what other monsters are hanging out there. That super factor Payne Manning is up big. Fremont is a free agent. Oh wow. Yes. Dream Why didn't the Lions just sign Kareem Hunt and call it a day? Outside of being a you know a bad dude. Um, SCP, the Cup, two thousand five Noble f- numbers Frank Mavlich, Mahovlich, and Daryl Sittler patch out twenty seven. Wow. Okay, so I saw the Kraken Ooh. were up one to zero. Now they're up two to zero. You, you know, the Kraken have become really good ever since I became a fan. It's kind of like the Arsenal effect. I can't take this. I cannot take this. Come on, Avalanche. Sc- score three straight here. Uh, Hansel says, won the Ronaldo Immaculate match from Patch Auto. Congrats. Very nice card. This is crazy, man. Have Oh, Oliver uh, Bjorkstrand. Dude, how much is that? What? How much is that Jalen Brown going for? Yeah, it's at $12,500 gold PSA 10. Ooh. Uh, this guy just scored two goals within four minutes, but um, it'd be crazy, absolutely crazy to have the Bruins and the Avalanche eliminated on the same night, both in game sevens, uh, both on the road, too. Like, or the better, the you know, better teams home. at home, yeah, yeah, you, you, exactly. <laughs> the road, the road team is winning, is yes, winning. there we go. Cam Resch, local man, dude, that's so much money for a guy that just doesn't even get to play ever wherever he goes. Yeah. People like their logo, man. He's still 23. He played on the Blazers last. I think he got traded midseason, right? Yeah. Twice. He's on the Knicks and he got traded to the Trailblazers. He, 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 got, he got traded midseason last year and then this Two, year as well. Back to back years. That that that's a sign of uh I don't think that people really buy into what you're doing. I am very ready for Lakers and Golden State. Honestly, like I both well, specifically the Lakers, I really don't want to advance very far, but like that's a box office matchup. Lakers and Golden State with LeBron and Curry. That is it's almost like the NBA planned it. It's almost like the script is turning out just right, man. Arian Foster probably fed it to him. Yep. I can't believe that that blew all that up. Awesome. Jerry got a messy debut 2004 ticket stub PSA 8 pop 7 non-hire. Wow, that sounds pretty sick. I'm not a ticket collector, but that sounds cool. What is this? That's sick. Is it game one? Well, it's a 75th year patch, right? 2005 uh, tops definitive. It says it's not from any specific event or season, but on the front, does it say normally? Like sometimes it says like underneath the like game used memorabilia or something like less that. Less sick. Significantly less sick. 
significantly less sick considering I don't even know when the 75th year anniversary patches would have ever been on Jersey unless like I'm, 1995 probably oh so maybe then. 2019 or 1919 1920 something like that is when the NFL started see I guess I, I my mind just goes right to the Super Bowl era starting versus like the actual NFL <clears throat> Which obviously is which would not have been seventy five years yet. Nineteen twenty, yeah. Correct. Well, could have been almost seventy five years, but not for a Jerry Rice patch. <laughs> Correct. I mean, well, okay, nineteen sixty seven, sixty six, sixty seven for Super Bowls. Yeah. So That's we're not true. even we're not even no, close to sixty. Yeah, not even in the ballpark. Years. I, I I almost thought it was like late fifties, but clearly wrong. There's some pretty big Russell Westbrook cards other than the logo man ending. I actually had no idea they made the Youthquake cards in 2008. Oh, that's cool. Of course, these were from the 1996 set with Kobe Bryant. This is a Youthquake autograph with a Russell Westbrook auto that definitely looks a little bit more time taken out to sign those. PSA 10, this is number out of 30. It's a pop one. It's at 1250 right now. Man, he had a lot to handle once Kawhi and Paul George both went down. Honestly, handled better than I thought he would. You know I'm a big Russell fan. I know you are. Dude's stunned. <laughs> I do hate what he has become to the NBA, but I still love. I'll just think. I just think back to to uh, 2012, 2013, 2014 Russell, and not uh, today's Russell. You want the triple dumb average yeah. Westbrook? I want. Well, I gotta uh, say that explodes like a bullet through the lane for a massive aggressive dunk. Man, dude, some of those were just insane. Wow. Offensive lineman card at 340 right now. Zach Martin, PSA 10. Red refractor at 25. Goodness gracious. Hank, just, just help, making sure he can pump up your ego right here. Nate, you're cracking or winning. I mean, I am the owner of two cracking sweatshirts, so. Nate, you got to tell the story about when you were at the supermarket or whatever. Oh, uh, that, was, that was a tough scene. You know, I usually... I pride myself on my sports knowledge. You know, baseball, football, basketball, try to and and sometimes I don't n- see enough or learn enough cuz I'm stuck on a sport for a time or something like that, right? But uh saw some Kraken sweatshirts at TJ Maxx and they were super cheap, like under 20 bucks for both of them and they looked cool, so I bought them. It's like, yeah, I'll become a Kraken fan, and I'll slowly learn hockey and uh, you know, I've never lived somewhere where I could be a hockey fan before because I'm not rooting for Minnesota Wild. I'm not rooting for, rooting for the Chicago Blackhawks as somebody who lives and was raised in Wisconsin. I'd rather die. So uh, Kraken, perfect. And uh, then I'm wearing that out and about and Kraken play later that day. And two different people stopped me to talk to me about the Kraken, which was embarrassing because I knew nothing. <laughs> what did these people say to you? How about them Kraken? <laughs> well, the one guy said... Hey, what time do the Kraken play tonight? I said, uh, uh, I haven't made it that far in my day yet. <laughs> Probably know. like seven. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, I think it was six thirty, honestly. And then the next guy was like, "Oh, dude, that's a sick Kraken shirt or sweatshirt. Can't believe they beat the uh, defending champs last night. You think we can win this series?" Like, yeah. <laughs> it was tough. It was a real tough scene for me. I've never felt more like a poser in my life. <laughs> no, it's nothing. What a bum. 
but they are sweet sweatshirts and i will st- still keep wearing them i gotta say i i do think they're quite cool oh speaking of your guy jack flaherty my guy <laughs> it's a joke making a joke <laughs> yeah your guy your favorite pitcher of all time jack flaherty that's right Oh, I, I love this, Nate. Uh, everyone talks about, you know, how Angels are never good, but they got Trout and Otani. Of course, Trout goes two home runs, five RBIs against the Brewers, and they score five runs, and they lose seven to five. Yep. It's the most, it's the most <laughs> Angels thing to ever happen. It, it's it's wild. I think I think they really just are cursed. You get Mike Trout, you get the last player of a generation, but on the flip side, you're just not allowed to win. But they did win today. They did. One of three, though. Yeah. It's not, it's not, not going to get it done. Not going to get you in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, Might get you the number one pick, though. Yeah, I guess so. But at that point, you're already trading Otani away, too, I guess. See, if you, you'd you have to win, what, 54 games? You'd win 54 games. Oof. Oof. What's the worst record of all time? Oh, uh, I do not know that off the top of my head. A's, are they going to challenge for it? Um. Well, let me find let me find the worst record ever. <laughs> uh, no, they are not. The Cleveland Spiders back in 19, 1899 <sighs> went 20-134. Okay, can we have like a modern-day game, like even post-1940? Like, All right, um... Currently, currently the Oakland Athletics are on pace to be the worst team uh, past the year 1900 in MLB history. Wow, what's the what's the one that's worse right now? Well, the Cleveland Spiders, 1899, okay. Pittsburgh Alleghenies, 1890, 23 and 113. Okay, post 1900, post 1900. What's they, the worst? They are the worst. They're on pace to be the. They're on pace, but what was the worst? Uh, Philadelphia Athletics, thirty-six and one seventeen in nineteen sixteen. Give me a team that actually is around today. What was the worst record? Okay, fine. Um, does nineteen sixty-two count? New York Mets, forty and one twenty. Two thousand three Detroit Tigers, forty-three and one nineteen. Wow. I would like that. Would be funny if the Tigers just continually held that title for the sake of Jimbo and my mother-in-law, who are both big Tigers fans. Like, there's no overcoming that. Whatever they ever say, all you have to say is... I was going to say, you always got to have an upper hand on someone. You always got to find out what they like and what you can diss on them for. That's right. That, that's find that angle. That, that's what the name of relationship building is with Nate. Make sure you pick things you can't have angles with you on. Just in case we get into an argument about sports and you need the uh you need that final blow. Definitely. Uh hey, how's uh how's the rookie of the year uh looking right now for Corbin Carroll? You think he's gonna I mean, obviously there's a lot to be played, but things got a good shot. I would just like to say that Corbin Carroll is an absolute stud. Wait, he just got injured. For starters. Um he got injured today. Sounds like it said uh uh, 11 hours ago, Corbin Carroll's knee injury last night might be related. He had a knee injury. He leaves game at left knee contusion, which doesn't sound. They said oh, he, contusion. Yeah, they said good good news. Contusion, 
I don't know. I don't have another word that. Well, rhymes don't with bring that. up that. Don't bring up that word because uh, we lost the the heat because of that. So yeah. Um. But no, Corbin Carroll currently is chilling with a nine ten OPS, one forty eight <laughs> OPS plus. Pretty good. It's a beast, man. Three oh nine average too. Ever since <laughs> ever since he had that one hundred one OPS plus that one day when we were talking about him and Garrett Mitchell. Yeah, it's taken off. <laughs> yeah, he has got ten stolen bases also. Well, that is expected. Yeah, because he's fast. He's top of the line speed. Definitely. Um, Matt brings up the uh, Luddick show in Rosemont on May 13th in Rosemont. Uh, Matt, potentially, potentially, I think you may have actually texted me, and I probably uh, actually was in the midst. Maybe I was in Toronto when you sent me that. I will try to respond to you, and I will potentially be coming. Um, I know it's right around Mother's Day and don't know what all is entails with that, but we will see. Matt on that other, other if anyone's in the Chicago area Midwest area though and you want to go to the athletic show in Rosemont feel free on May 13th uh chance that might swing down hey uh real good on the Cardinals for not for actually sending Jordan Walker down I feel like a lot of teams would probably try to milk it out a little bit longer what do you mean by that like is that a service time thing save face because he stunk but the Cardinals like, no, you really actually need seasoning in AAA as opposed to getting called up straight from AA. We're going to send you down. Speaking of sending down, didn't Jackson Trio get sent down from AA? Okay, it should be it should be mentioned that most things that happened this weekend, I did not see. No, I, that was before this weekend. Did he actually? I I don't – I think I, like, was told that offhand through a phone conversation. I don't so think if you, that's real. It's not. It's not real. Okay, I was like, "Goodness gracious!" There must have been a lot of things that happened this weekend. No, no, because no. I was like, I just saw him getting his minor league gold glove presentation today. <laughs> yeah, you're probably like in the midst of the last five hours. He got sent down to the high eight. No, I, I, I don't even remember exactly the exact phone conversation. I just remember someone saying Trio struggling, sent back down, and then I was like, oh. Don't you remember? I mean, it's not wrong. He has been struggling, but he's also 19 in Double A, which is what I remind myself every time I look at his stats. <laughs> 19 Double A, 19 Double A. Uh, there is 41 items left. We are in the one minute windows, everyone. We are winding down the show for the night. We do have a giveaway. It is a Rod Carew 2004. Uh, PSA graded game used batteries. I believe it's game used. I should double check that before I uh, speak out of turn. I also want a Kyle Connor. He's a player for the Jets. I like that card. I love the gold spectrums. Personally used. An official MLB game. Look at that. Game used Rod Crew bat. Number of 100 from Classics. PSA 9 for 16 bucks. Okay, that's going to be our giveaway, everyone. I got this. I love these gold spectrum rookies. Number out of 50. So sick. Uh, shout out to my man, Greg, our man, Greg, hockey content for Slab Socks. He just did the full um, bounty hunt in Canada to get that gold set. It was sick from SP Authentic. Down, oh, 24 items, Nate. Here we go. Look. Oh, your time. Oh, we have oh. 16 seconds. So. There's some big boys. Yeah, I guess I'm going to scroll, refresh the page, and then we got to pick one like quite soon after that. Okay. we I can handle that. It's almost like way too big of cards. Right, I'm about to refresh this page. 
I'm just going to pick one. Uh, it is now down to 14. Holy cow, that went fast. Holy smokes. Um, I'm going to take this Westbrook one of one. I like it. All right, go up. I'm going to take that Peyton Manning. Wow. <laughs> Good luck, my guy. <laughs> Ooh, I always uh, go little, so I'm going to go just gigantic, but I didn't want to take Jalen Brown because I don't like the Celtics. But I am a Jalen Brown guy because, you know, share birthday and everything. Quero is on fire. Speaking of Queros that are on fire, have you seen Edgar Quero? Do you know who Edgar Quero is? No. No. Uh, A's, A, there's Jefferson Quero, Brewer's catching prospect, 20 years old. And then there's A's catching prospect, Edgar Quero, who is also 20 years old. And Edgar Quero is insane this year. Hitting 352, 507 on base, 463 slugging as a 20-year-old in his first taste of double A. That's impressive. Yeah. I think both of us are moving on. Um, 1,000 Mountains. I did see that. That was one of the wildest things I've ever seen. I I, I really don't know. It's just crazy and definitely not, obviously, right or cool. But I don't, I don't understand why you oppose that. It makes no sense to me. What are we talking about? I don't want to speak too much out without knowing the full story behind it. I know people are producing content on it. But Evan Mathis, former NFL player, center for the Eagles, posted a video on TikTok of how to trim sports cards. Like, what? It seemed very serious and not a fan, to make it very clear. Oof. Yeah, I just saw the comments and wanted to bring at least bring up since he asked. Uh, Jordan just got back from Denver. Jordan, how was the show? Also, I'm done. I'm toast. Sucker. And you're still what? That's lame. What up? Never bet against Peyton Manning. That's what I learned. Except if you're facing Tom Brady, then bet against Peyton Manning. <laughs> what if they all end here? Just super expensive cards. All end. I get that easy, stupid win. Ah, never mind. All right, not gonna happen. I I would be absolutely mystified. I'm gonna drop that giveaway uh, line yes. right now, everyone. All right, put a number one in the chat. Put a number one. On, oof. Oof. Jordan you, Jordan, you almost dropped a number that could have qualified you for the giveaway. That's how bad that was. Everyone, drop a number one in the chat that will qualify you for the giveaway for the Rod Carew bat piece. Oh, I've been called up. Blind vegan. Peyton has a winning record versus Brady in the playoffs. There you go. Sky Div. What up? Oh, Nate. Take that one on the chin, dude. I am taking it on the chin. Too bad Peyton Manning couldn't win enough to get to play him more often. Am I right? I was going to say the biggest problem is that he just hasn't won overall as much at nearly as much. Oh, and here we are. Last three. I can't believe that. Oh, I can. Ah, it looks like I might be done at last three. You get that bid? Everyone, the giveaway will giveaway will close in two minutes. 10.08 p.m. Central Time. So get in those uh, oh. number ones. There we go. 
Got that bid. My only hope right now is that they all end. And the and the fact that we're looking at a $35 card does not give me much hope that we're all going to end here. Ah. Yeah, I'm done, Aaron. I'm guaranteed done. Your toast? Well, I mean, I got 20 seconds left. Wait, that I'm went done. from what, like 10 to 15? Yeah, it was. No, it was at 13. Oh, it was. Expensive. All right, I got you. Skydiv says, on a scale of 1 to 100, where are the chances Jacob Eason makes an NFL field this year? You got the Black Prism 1 of 1. <laughs> that man, man, he will always be following us. Haunted. All right, that is it for the giveaway. And that is it for Nate. He's done. He doesn't win, but honestly, valiant effort the last one. Oh, dude, I was going to pick that, that, uh, that Peppy. Wow. I'm going to pick the Pokemon, but I feel like I do that too much, so I want opposite. You're close. I was it's really always close. Pokemon that end up getting real close. So many years of Pokemon cards, I don't get it. <laughs> There's a lot. It's like always the same characters as well. Isn't the polygon though? What? That's the polygon. Porygon, actually, not polygon. Polygon, Porygon, and then like Porygon Z or some something like that. And they both ended. Are you kidding me? Just need to last like <laughs> one more round. All right, good timing because I just got the random the random dot org list pulled up. Good choice. See if we can win this. We haven't won this in a while. And I've never won this, so there we go. Here we go, everyone. Three times for the Rod Crew bat. Appreciate y'all joining. One. <laughs> that one is the very long name in there. The blind, the uh, blind vegan that showed Nate up. Uh, two. Oh, silky bits on top. I'm gonna go with uh down on the farm. You know what? He's been giving us some good info recently. It's gonna reward him. I'm gonna go with Rob Crocker, 22. Rob Crocker. Rob's got it in the bag this week. Jordan. <laughs> this might be the first time he's ever won. Hey, that one that one uh point four one show got a little bit better with a with a casual little win. There you are. Congrats, Jordan. Um, go ahead and shoot us an email, or I guess you can shoot me a message however you want to. Uh, info at slapsucks.com. You've been there like 60 plus of these episodes. Was this the first time you ever won, my guy? Jordan Riker interviewed here. First actual Slapsucks uh, Sunday's guest of 2023 as well. Long time caller, first time winner. Even had to go on an interview to get rewarded. Wow, that's Love crazy. It. Congrats on the Karuma, uh, brother. There you go. Scott says, Congrats. Drawing best card in your PC now? That 100% is the best card in his PC. Guaranteed. All right. Congrats, Jordan. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Another great episode tonight. I uh, got a cool little hockey card for the PC. Got to talk about some sports. It's always, always a good time. 
Nate, thanks for joining. And also shout out to Shane IndyCar Collector. Make sure you'll follow him on Instagram. Uh, great guy. You know, always willing to message, talk, answer questions. He's he's really, really a great source in the hobby. And uh, 2-1 Kraken versus Colorado. So we got a game to get back to and watch. And uh, I appreciate you all for joining. We'll see you all next week, Sunday. Slapsack Sundays, 9.45 p.m. Eastern time here on the Slapsack's YouTube channel. See you, everyone.